0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Scruffy Nerf Herder podcast. I'm Elise. I'm Lee Xing. And today we're going to be reviewing Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens. Completely spoiler free, so don't worry, we're not going to spoil anything for you in this particular podcast. Uh, the film has come out today in the UK and it's going to be released tomorrow in the US. Um, and already there is a massive, massive Buzz around this film, and you know, going to see it, you know, after having seen the prequels, been able to go and see the prequels in uh, cinemas, and not feeling as though they're, you know, completely and utterly Star Wars. I have to say that I am completely and utterly pleasantly surprised and happy with the Force Awakens. It feels like Star Wars again.
1: Yeah, from uh, from the get go, it's very much a. Star Wars film. It has that magic back to it.
0: Mm -hmm. And I think JJ's done a very, very good job of realizing what we all liked about the originals what made the originals so special but being able to add on his own style and modern cinematic um you know filmmaking techniques to actually bring star wars into the 21st century without adding a whole lot of cgi the way that george lucas did
1: and i think it's good because jj's always been known to be like kind of like the next generation Spielberg kind of director. Yes. His style is very influenced by like Lucas and Spielberg. And so that's what makes him a really good fit to do this film because he naturally films in that style and understands that quality of look.
0: Right. And I think, you know, just because the prequels were the way that they were, you know, the prequels for me are a very, very different trilogy. They're a very different set of films and they're doing different things, which is why they feel so different, but they're not exactly the good kind of difference. Yeah, sure. Whereas um, you know, JJ has started making this whole new trilogy for Star Wars and he's done a really, really good job in making it, you know, you know, starting out the story and making it its own while also paying homage to what came before without being clunky and without you know, dragging it out and without putting really obvious things in there that really drag the story down. Yeah,
1: completely. And again it just it feels like having real sets really yes. like gives it that sense of you know it feels real it feels authentic yeah obviously a lot of it has some extra cgi you know just to make things bigger but fundamentally you know probably 80% of it is in sets
0: and I think the thing that I appreciate about the CGI and the way that JJ has incorporated it into the practical effects is that the CGI isn't overwhelming and it's not something that you immediately go, oh my god, that's CGI. Um, and it doesn't pull you out of the story, yeah, you, know, yeah, yeah, sure. you know, obviously you have a couple of characters who are CGI. And you can tell that they're CGI, but it's not as horrible as, say, Jar uh, Jar Jar Binks. It's got
1: to the point now where it's so good. I know in 10 years time we'll be looking at it and be like, wow, that looks a bit cheap. But it's so good at the moment that it, it that doesn't matter at all
0: exactly so i think any kind of worries that we had initially about jj you know taking on star wars I, I think a lot of that was just based around the fact that the prequels weren't what we expected them to be and they weren't as good as we were expected them expecting them to be and there was just a lot of kind of bad blood between bringing out anything new that was Star Wars. But again, we look at what J.J. was able to do with the Star Trek franchise and how he was able to reinvigorate it. And he has done above and beyond for Star Wars what he did with Star Trek. Yeah, and 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 it's great because, you know,
1: from the very start, it's a film that kind of grabs you from the start. It's not like a slow burn kind of, hey, look, at Star Wars. It's like, it's Star Wars again. Exactly. Um, Yeah, and it's really good. And the performances are all... Phenomenal.
0: Uh, yeah, the cast is really, really incredible for this film. They did a very, very good job picking the people that they did. And J.J. obviously is an actor's director and he knows how to talk to them. He knows how to work with them. And um, he's he's pulled some really, really phenomenal performances out and, of everybody. And, and you know,
1: that's the thing that, um, again, with the prequels, there was a lack of chemistry between the cast. Yes. Whereas in this film... All of the characters have such good chemistry between them um, Mm -hmm. that, you know, uh, they all work when they interact with each other. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You can, you know, there are moments in the film, throughout the film, which really work because of their chemistry. You know, there there are some scenes where you could, you know, if they had cast it wrong or they didn't have that, you know, uh, relationship, it would be a scene where you're like, Mm -hmm. "Mm, this isn't particularly great. But because they again spent a long time casting it and choosing the right uh, actors to play the roles
0: mm-hmm.
1: all the scenes kind of feel like they're correct and you know
0: well, and there's a very organic chemistry that happens between all of them, um, and they do ha you. You can tell that they have a friendship offset very much the way that the three original cast members. You could tell they had that from the very sure. get go in A New Hope. Um, the new cast members very much have that same feel to how they how they interact with each other, and therefore how their characters react to the other characters. And um, it is very organic, and it's very good, and it's just it 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 feels very real. Um, so just to you know, kind of set the scene very very briefly you know it's been 30 years since Re- Re- Return of the Jedi and there's a new threat in the galaxy and so the you know we, we already know that there's the First Order which is basically the Empire and the Resistance who is fighting against the First Order and um, so our heroes are you know trying to fight against the First Order for their place in the galaxy and the Resistance is trying to do the same thing yeah yeah um, and I think what, what makes the, For- the Force Awakens so special, before we talk in detail about performances, I think what makes it really, really good is that it has that really good mixture of what made Empire so good and what makes A New Hope really good. There are really dark themes that go through it, but it's also a big space adventure.
1: Yeah, and, and it's definitely, um, you know, over here it's a 12A, in America it's a PG-13, and, you know, there's... A fair amount of blood in the film. Well, right, um, which which you know isn't normally the case for these kind of films. So mm-hmm. it has a much more kind of adult kind of look to it. Um, yes. Uh, but it's still you know, but it's still intrinsically Star Wars. Yeah,
0: definitely. Um, and you know, again, it's it's something that I think JJ has done very very well. But you know, let's let's move into to talking about the cast because you know you have the the three main cast members who are played by a uh, John Boyega who is Finn um Daisy Ridley who plays Rey and then you have um Adam Driver who is Kylo Ren um and then you know obviously the kind of secondary character is um Oscar Isaac's uh Poe Dameron um and you know to to have as much kind of backlash to his casting as John Boyega got I think he's He's going to be proving any of those oh, yeah, critics yeah. He's, wrong. He's, he's great. He's really, really good. He really gets where where Finn is coming from, and you really see his struggle. And he, you know, he's you know again very, very good at playing kind of both sides of him. You know, the the side that is really scared and really wants to escape where he's come from and then you know the other side who you know is kind of you know kind of that you know realizing that you know there is something that's bigger than himself than he than him going on and he can actually help um and he does you know boyega does that really really well and I think he's a really really good choice to be one of the main characters in this film
1: yeah I, I think all all three of them are are great and but and boyega uh, he can he's all the lines that he's given he can say them all appropriately. Because I don't want to yes. say too much about, you know, obviously what's going on. But, oh, right, But, but e- right. everything that he's given to do, mm-hmm. he does really well. And that's the yeah. same, but that's the same for Daisy Ridley. I think at the start, her character is maybe a little bit, um, she's, she's not as comfortable. Yeah. Um, and as the film goes on, she definitely improves.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I think just a, you know, just as a performer, you can tell that she doesn't have as much experience as the other people that she's working yeah. with, and you can tell that this is her first big film um, because she does start out a little bit shaky. But as the film carries on and she grows into her character, she you can some, really, she really some... see that she you know really has what it takes to be you know to be this character.
1: Yeah, and and um, you know she she has some great moments in the film she has some
0: fantastic moments which obviously we won't talk about in this podcast we'll talk more about tomorrow when the film comes out in the u.s um but yeah there are some really really momentous moments for daisy's character and she plays them really really well
1: and 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 then you know you get adam driver who's just adam driver's phenomenal he's probably the standout performance he absolutely steals the the show. show And it's funny because going into it, I wouldn't have necessarily said that was going to be the case. No, but again, his character—he performs his character so well and mm-hmm. so I—I I think accurately to to. Everything that you learn throughout the film, he
0: he really really gives Kylo Ren a lot of layers. Yeah, and he gives him you know he he gives him much more than the, than what's on the surface because obviously what's on the surface is this other kind of Darth Vader kind of character, and then as the film goes on, we obviously learn that there's more to him, and Adam Driver is just is just incredible. I haven't seen him in girls. I will admit that first off. I'm not a fan of girls. Um, so I haven't seen his performance in that, but he's apparently very, very good. Um, but you know, some of the smaller stuff that he's done that I have seen him in, he's really, really good, but the force awakens, I don't know what happened, but he just, Explodes out of this character, and he's the standout performance of the entire thing. Yeah. He's fantastic. And
1: then, but like you know, um, Oscar Isaac, again, great casting for yes, Oscar. Yes, Definitely, um, he's got some brilliant lines. Mm-hmm. Um, BB8, again, like I think you you kind of know from the trailers and the kind of promo stuff they've done with him. But BB8 is super awesome from the get go. BB8
0: is is cute. He's resourceful. He's emotive. Yeah, He's very, very emotive, actually much more so than R2-D2 I think has ever been. Because, you know, we're obviously thinking as BB-8 is going to be the new R2-D2, and in fact, he is. They've made him able to do so, you know, so many more things things in terms of expressing himself through more than just beeps and whistles yeah they made him a character
1: a full character
0: exactly and you know they you know they did do that with r2d2 and with c-3po but um they they've taken it a step further with bb8 yeah because from from the get-go you really connect with him as a character
1: and the deal was with r2 you kind of need c-3po there to be translating as well yes um whereas bb you can kind of you don't necessarily need someone there translating. You can get what he's trying to put across,
0: right? Exactly, just because of
1: the way BB Eight moves.
0: Exactly, and you know, going going back to Os- Oscar Isaacs, you know, he he had, you know, he um, we we've been kind of getting the feel that you know Poe Dameron is kind of the. You know the new Han Solo, and you can really, really see that coming out in the way that Oscar portrays him. You know he's again he's one of those who is you know very, very resourceful, very um knowledgeable in what in what he does, and he's just a he's just a kick ass character. Yeah, yeah, he's
1: awesome. He's, he's awesome.
0: really, really good. And then obviously all of the original cast are back. So we have you know Harrison Ford again coming in as Han Solo. We have Carrie Fisher as. General Leia Organa, and uh, we have Mark Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker, and obviously, you know, they're they're older characters. You know, this is thirty years a- after Jedi, so there's a lot more um, that has happened to them, and there's much more um, for them to work on in terms of being older characters and having that wisdom. And um, you know, I think all three of them play that really, really well, and they've advanced the characters to a point where we can believe that they are thirty years older, and they've. You know, you know, so you know, they you know they are a little bit withered by what's happened to them, and um, you know, I think they do it really, really well, yeah, and, and it was a good choice to bring them back.
1: And it was, and it definitely it shows that you know they're all really happy in those characters. They know those characters. Oh well, and,
0: right, exactly. And because
1: they know them so well, they can happily play them because they are thirty years older themselves. Mm-hmm. They can play them in that kind of mindset. But right. Yeah, they're, they're all they're all obviously super awesome as well.
0: Well, right, exactly, and I think just. Overall, The Force Awakens, for me, has exceeded my expectations of it, you know, because when you, it's first announced that they're doing it, you know, you remember the burn of the prequels and you get really, really skeptical about how it's going to be. And then the teaser comes out. It's very exciting. And, you know, you're really, really excited that it's Star Wars again. And then all of those doubts start to creep back in and you start to worry about it a little bit more. And, you know, it, it the for- The Force Awakens, for me is you know it's not as good as Empire I don't think anything in my head will surpass Empire but it is right up there it's really really good it's really really well done and it's a great mix of modern filmmaking bringing Star Wars into the 21st century while paying homage to what came before
1: definitely definitely and and I think if you can obviously if you're a massive Star Wars fan you need to see it at least twice. you I mean, you will see it more than twice, I know, but you need to see it at least twice before it really sets itself in kind of rankings for me, because definitely. a lot of the first viewing is like, "Oh my God, it's that, oh my God, it's this." Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that was cool." And then when you get to, once you know the story and you get to watch it again, you get to see all the little things that are in there right. um, and really kind of not study the film but appreciate all the other little things. Um, I think it definitely sits high up for me I'm at the moment I'm probably ranking it as number two out of all of them Empire number one then this is number two Mm -hmm. then A New Hope I'm a Jedi I don't know But anyway I, I it's very very high up there definitely
0: yeah because you know again I think JJ you know being a massive Star Wars fan knew what made Star Wars so special for him personally and I think for the world as a whole and he's really been able to capture that essence within the force awakens very very well yeah. and he's you know he started this new trilogy out really really well on a very very high note and he's created in these new characters characters who we want to follow and we want to see you know what comes next um and you know that was something that i think the prequels didn't quite yeah, get right sure. yeah, completely. um and so you know jj has accomplished that and it it just makes me very excited as a massive star wars fan it makes me very very excited that there is another good Star Wars film that has finally come out in my life. And hopefully
1: a good trilogy, you know? Exactly.
0: So So that is our spoiler-free review of The Force Awakens. Join us tomorrow where we talk in-depth about the film and all of those wonderful plot points. You've been listening to The Scruffy Nerf Herder, and we'll catch you next time.